Obviously, you need as much time as possible to make the right decision. Normally, that would have put Mavros off the job automatically. But he was too scared to consider that. They were in the centre of Athens in under 15 minutes. How fast can you do it when you turn on the siren? He said, wiping his forehead. Under ten, if I run the lights. Mavros decided against imagining what kind of chaos that would cause. He opened the door when they arrived outside his mother's building. Thanks for the ride. Think nothing of it. I'll be back tomorrow. The engine revved and Mavros stepped swiftly away. Back tomorrow? He went up the stairs, panting by the time he reached the second floor. He had to do something about his fitness. Then again, he had a thousand euros in his pocket. He should go out in the town. No, that would be unprofessional. Hello, dear, said his mother, heading back to the desktop computer after letting him in. Are you working? Just answering some messages. Mavros looked over her shoulder. I thought we weren't going to publish that book. I couldn't resist. It's really very funny. For a change, this foreigner who came to live in Greece excoriates the locals. Who's going to buy that? Dorothy looked up, her eyes twinkling. I should think it'll go down very well in German translation. But we'll have to pay a translator. Bravo, dear, you finally got the hang of publishing. No, I haven't, Mavros thought. The company will go to the feral cats as soon as Mother packs it in. You haven't heard from Anna by any chance? I have. She's coming round in half an hour. Good. Dorothy peered at him suspiciously. You aren't being ironic. No, I want her help. Mavros and his sister had a loving but fraught relationship. They could manage a day together at most, but then Anna would start picking at her brother's lifestyle, though she'd laid off slightly since he'd been working with Dorothy. Mavros had a shower and a sandwich, then joined his mother in the saloni, where she'd lain down on the sofa. Have you ever done it? I'm having a little breather. He looked at her. She seemed to have begun to shrink, and her limbs were painfully thin. Still, the doctors had been happy enough with her recent tests. The bell rang. Anna's face showed on the screen by the door, and he slid the heavy chain off. She kissed him on the cheek as she came in. You're clean, his sister said as she walked past him, heels clicking on the marble tiles. For a change... She was wearing a close-fitting pale blue trouser suit and a white blouse, her hair as jet black as ever, though he was sure she'd been dyeing it for some time. When he got to the main room, she'd already greeted Dorothy and was opening a paper bag. You must try this, mother. It's a Chinese herbal supplement. The experts swear by it. Dorothy was always suspicious of her daughter's gifts. Who are these experts? Mavros let them talk. But when the conversation began to flag, he struck. What do we know about the Gatsos family? The ship owners? Anna 
Gossip columnist par excellence, despite her preference for the job description, features writer, looked as overjoyed as if she'd been asked to deliver an all-expenses-paid lecture at Harvard. They've given me a heap of stories over the years, she said. How long have you got? If I could butt in, Dorothy said, the edge to her voice suggesting her maternal rights were being trampled over. I've known Costas Gatsos for over thirty years. He even lent the company money at a reasonable rate of interest once. I paid it back, I'm pleased to say. I met his wives, the poor women, his children and his grandchildren, apart from the dropout. Dinos, Mavros supplied. You're surprisingly well informed, Anna said, for an ex-private investor.